Hi everyone, I'm Rachel. And I'm Maria, and we're the hosts of Remember Me. This podcast is dedicated to preserving the memories of those diagnosed with dementia. We hope this episode helps you feel more connected, provides a deeper understanding, and allows you to learn to accept the good. Always, always accept the good. This is Remember Me. All right, our very first just side us. chat of this season. Just us, no big announce. Well, no big introduction, just us. Just us. So I don't have to panic about introducing anybody this week. Sorry, guys, if you were hoping for more. <laughs> but <laughs> Sorry to let you down. But this week it's just us, and we have a lot to catch up on, check in on. Let's start with the anniversary episode. Okay. So how did you how, feel about it? Well, let me ask this first because we were talking about it again today. How was it editing that? Oh, yeah, that wasn't fun. Uh, but but was, you did a great job. Thank you. That was an awesome episode. It was so great to connect with people who had come on in the past, check in with them. And I think the best part for me was just really taking some time to reflect on what this podcast has done for people because I really hadn't taken the time to do that until we were like sobbing listening to Erin talk to us. Oh, yeah. Um, and she was our first. So we were like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. is it going to be like this every time? Yeah. I think it was good for the people we interviewed to reflect too. I got several comments from people just saying that it was very cathartic to write the letter to their loved ones. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad we did that. Yeah. So I, I think it was just something really special. Now I'm like, do we have to do that every year? I guess we do. Yes. Yep. We sure do. So it was but good. By, the, by the year five, we'll have somebody editing for us while we sip tequila. Yeah. That'd be really nice because I was up pretty late <laughs> editing that one. It was kind of a whirlwind. We ended up in Maine for my husband's job and I was like editing in a hotel room like late night. It was a little crazy, but it's like fine. college all over again. I or know. You probably I was weren't. cramming. No, you weren't a crammer in college. Oh, oh, yes, I was. You can ask Mike. Mike would be the person who would finish an essay like a week before it was due, print it out and like hand write the it. proofread it and write the edits. And I'm like, uh, class starts in five how do I conclude this essay? Like, what yeah, should I right. put in the final paragraph? Tell somebody who doesn't know you. <laughs> and if that's true about Mike, oof, okay. All right, well, no Mike judgment. is very organized. He well. keeps me in line. Okay, well, you know, we learn something new every day and I would have sworn or at least bet my bottom dollar that you were like, <laughs> you probably had color-coded folders for your classes. Like, oh, yeah, I did. I yeah. did have that. Yes. You're, you're, okay. you're on the right track. Okay. Um, Maybe I should become a medium or a psychic. They do make a lot of money. We, we have learned that. Oh my gosh. You're not <laughs> kidding. Okay. So anniversary episode, did you have any thoughts on it? What, what were your feelings? My favorite part was definitely hearing the letters that it felt good for me to write it to my dad. So I'm sure it was, it actually like made you sit and 
think about, you know, everything. Right. Um, and everybody that we interviewed, I felt minus John only because, um, John senior is still with us, their loved one had passed. So I felt very connected. Well, and Carrie's dad. Carrie's dad. Am I with it today? Remember I was just telling you before we started recording, like I can't keep anything in my mind. Okay. Carrie, I know your dad's still here. Okay. John, your dad's still here too. But I felt very connected, like especially with Aaron. Yes. Because her Pete Jet had just passed and I feel like my dad passed yesterday. That's how I'm feeling this week. Like he just passed away. I'm feeling this foggy and just kind of yucky. Yes. So we'll get into we'll get into that. Oh, and I don't even have tequila or wine. Nothing. I have nothing. I have water. So, ooh, this is going to be a an episode. Um, But overall, I thought it was great. The feedback we got on it was fabulous. We heard nothing but good things. So I'm glad that everybody enjoyed it. And on the same week as the, what were you going to say? This was not intentional, but it was kind of nice that for my mom's birthday, I had something to focus on mm-hmm. in addition to her birthday. So when mm-hmm. we started the podcast and released it on her birthday, you know, I had no idea we would still be doing it a year later. Like, who knows? Right. So it was like, oh, wow, we really set this up nice. So every year I'll kind of have something yeah. to celebrate. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's a really nice outlook. And strawberry cake. Right. And strawberry cake. The best. My sister actually made it. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. Yum. One year I'll have to come out for her birthday and for our anniversary. Yeah, It's our birthday too. I don't know. Do you refer to it as a birthday or an anniversary? I think anniversary. I don't know. We kind of were doing it interchangeably. But I that's know. fine. I, I couldn't get married to one of the terms. So I kept saying like, <laughs> what do you wish for our birthday? <laughs> Happy anniversary. I know. Gosh. It's fine. It's fine. So the other exciting thing I think you were going to mention that that launched the week of our anniversary was our Remembers Only. It's huge. Portion of our site, which I just feel like we haven't even really talked about that much because we're just go, 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 go all the time, always on to the next, never stopping to take a break. But we released, Rachel coined the term Remembers Only. Get Isn't it? that do you, I hope people get it and they're not just like, wait, what? <laughs> what is this? Remember, remember, re slash member, member, right? Yes. Is it they, clear? I think they get it. I think okay. they get it. It's All cute. Right. It's cute. Okay. I okay, think it's so, great. So in the remembers only space, you come in and there are different doors that lead you into different areas of content that we have made just for remembers. So one of the doors is called Heal, and you go in, and it's our grief. We're calling it a grief room. <laughs> Welcome to our room of death, right? Like that's <laughs> – Rachel, lo- Rachel loves that room. It's my baby. But we have rooms filled with extra podcasts, extra video content. We never really post a lot of video content, but we have actual interviews – that we've put up there. We've got extras, like a little happy hour meet and greet we're doing this month with our Remembers. And we've got dementia tips. So every month it'll get updated with new content. But this month, our tip is 
all about how to connect with a nonverbal loved one. So we've got a whole part of our learn door that's all about that. We had Aiko come on and talk all about mindfulness. So when you're getting that kind of overwhelmed feeling, how you can bring yourself back down and how you should be constantly practicing being mindful. And actually, when we recorded with her, we were both like, like just out of our minds. Mm -hmm. So that was super helpful. And I remember thinking like, I wish I could have done this with my dad. Like I wish I could have learned to be mindful and sit with him and stop panicking about him looking over my left shoulder and not looking right at me or whatever the case was that visit. So it was super helpful to hear her. But like you said, we're going to be updating it every month. So there's going to be new content every month. The old content will still live on the website, but every month we're adding new, new experts, new videos, new extras, new podcasts. Yes. New extras. The little surprise and delights as, as we used to say my whole job. Really? Surprise and delight. Okay. We should have called it that S and D. Um, it's a great space. It's, um, I wish it was something that was present when I was going through my journey with, uh, my dad, but I don't pretend to be a doctor. I don't even pretend to be an expert, but you and I have hosted over 40 people now, and each person adds a new twist or a new piece that, you know, we can then research or, you know, dig a little deeper into. So, I think it's um, curated by us, but I do think that we have quite a bit of information under our belt. So I right. feel confident that it's helpful and I hope that it's beneficial for the community. So if Definitely. you haven't signed up, sign up, try it out. And I also think we have a balance of our, one of the side chats this month is like Rachel said, mindfulness. We have a series called RM and Friends where we bring on a friend and Iko was our friend this month. And then we have a side chat that's Rachel and I, like a get to know you. So there's a good balance of content. I feel like that is FTD dementia focus and that some that's just like anyone could benefit in life from learning about mindfulness or having a laugh listening to our crazy stories that we tell in our little side chat. Even my husband was watching and he was like, I didn't know this about you. Really? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my. I I don't want to give away one of the things that we said. But one of the things that we said in it, he was like, I didn't know you felt that way. Obviously, Mike's a remember, right? Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. Maybe we'll start doing shout outs on the podcast to all of our remembers. Oh, that's a good idea. It is really nice to see that most people who have signed up for remembers have signed up for the year. So (laughs) you get like over a 20% discount if you sign up for the year. It's $99 for the year or $10.50 a month. And... Yeah, most people, I I mean, I think it's a deal, right? I think it's a great space. You're in it with like-minded people. You're going to get to meet new people through it. You're going to get to bounce ideas off uh, each other. It's just, it's a great community and we want more. We want more people in there so we can do more and work more and provide more. So if you haven't signed up, just take a look, sign up for the month. Don't commit the year, but I bet you once you do. You'll be you'll be a yearly subscriber. It was just nice to see how many people signed up though for the year, like knowing 
like they have faith in us. You know what I, I know. mean? They're like, but we have no idea like, what this is, huh. but yeah. Yeah. Let's go for it, girls. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it's all dedicated to Leah and Frank. Leah. Always. We have pictures of them in there. All of this is dedicated to Leah and Frank. We are missing them both extra, it feels like, the last few weeks. I know, Rachel, you went and did kind of your own celebration of life, the spreading of Frank's ashes in Santa Barbara. My dad gave me a few wishes before he passed, not right before, even before he got sick. He let me know he did not want to be buried, and he wanted part of him to be in Santa Barbara. So I knew that was to be done. So we took the boys up there on his birthday. We visited the little Santa Barbara zoo. Um, my mom joined in and I don't know if anyone's been to Santa Barbara, but the zoo is like a block over from the beach. So it's heaven basically. So we went to the zoo all day. And then in the afternoon we crossed the street and Jack is terrified of the waves. So I was like, this is going to be a cluster. I just, I don't know. He ended up going in the water, throwing the flowers out there. Mm. And my mom and I, it's not legal, okay, to do this. So if you're listening and you want to report me, (laughs) please don't. You're supposed to use like the Neptune Society and like go out on a boat. It's a whole process. No. Okay. Frankie wasn't a process guy. Like we're just (laughs) going to do it and we're going to get it done. So um, I took a portion of his ashes up there and I opened the bag and out they went into the Pacific Ocean where he would want to be. So I still have some in an urn. Um, I'm going to use some during Arbor Day, I found this whole thing out. On Arbor Day, you can plant a tree in Santa Barbara. Any other time, it's like you can have this lot in front of this house. And I'm like, so you want me to put my dead dad's ashes in front, in front of, of some random person's house? Jane Doe's house? No, thank you. So I'll <laughs> wait till Arbor Day. I'll plant a tree for him. Um, but it was a lot more emotional than I thought it would be, partially because this is a little morbid, but like seeing the ashes and like having to take them from one place to the other, I was like, this is just odd. It's just a really odd feeling. But then it was like, it was over. And I was kind of like, all right, let's go have dinner. I, I, what else, you know, are we supposed to do? I don't know. Um, not really. It f- when I was actually doing it, like opening the bag, I was like looking over my shoulder because I was, of course, scared that someone was going to be like, "Ma'am, uh, what are you <laughs> dumping in the Pacific Ocean here?" But I, it was very therapeutic when I was doing it. Like the waves were rushing up, and then they would pull out. So it was very. Um, it was a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. Then when it was over, I just kind of felt like, now what? I don't know. That's when it really hit me. Like when we got back in the car, we had our dinner, we drove home. I was like, now it's done. Like his, now what? You know? I kind of feel the same. Yeah. You had the celebration of life for your mom. How was it? So just to take it back a little bit, when my mom passed one month plus one day after Frankie Mm -hmm. in December, it just there was no question 
that people should not be traveling to the funeral. Like, I was scared to even have my cousins there. So we did have, you know, traditional Greek Orthodox funeral with basically like only our immediate family, some cousins, like some members of Mike's family were there and that was it. And, you know, at the time it was hard, but it was also, I was in the numb, numb phase Mm -hmm. because my mom had just passed or had just died. Sometimes I hate saying passed because it's like she died. She passed the test? Yeah, I know. So it's like I'm trying to soften the blow for people. She died. So so we had, you know, the traditional funeral, but we weren't able to, like, receive guests and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So then we had planned to do the celebration of life around her birthday, and we did. But I just still not satisfied with – with that. And I, I'm still struggling with it. I, I wrote about it in our newsletter. I wrote like actually a little bit too long of an essay about it. Um, but tell Mike, tell Mike, there's no such thing as too long of an essay. <laughs> Did he proofread it for you? No, he didn't. He should have, cause there was a typo. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I think I'm so afraid to hurt people's feelings that I don't want to be like, some people were there that sh- weren't there that should have been there. But that's, like, really how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I understand. I mean, it, it, our world is very different right now. And because of the pandemic or whatever we're calling it that we're in right now, it's just, you know, prices are hiked up. People are trying to meet up with people they hadn't seen in a while and going on vacations that were rescheduled or weddings that were rescheduled. Like, I get it, but I just feel like my mom deserved like a huge outpouring of love and mm-hmm. and my family deserved it too. And and I think I'm in a bit of like an angry phase of my grief right now because I feel like we were robbed of that because of COVID. Okay, and- but let me ask you something. Let's just say there were 300 people there and they were embracing you. And do you think you'd still feel this way? I don't know. Is it the number of people that showed up that bothered you? I think it's- Like, did you look around and like, what the heck? Mm. I said heck because we're not allowed to cuss on this. <laughs> I just wanted to let the audience know I'm feeling very aggressive. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was the amount or the people the themselves. I, I don't, I really just don't know. And I really don't want to dwell on it too much, but it was only this weekend, so I guess I could still be yeah. upset about it. I think it all kind of goes back to, in my mind, this idea that a month or two after someone dies, everybody moves on. Mm-hmm. And say maybe the celebration of life had been a month or two after my mom died. Say the world opened back up and we were able to do something. I think more people would have come. I think that we made it a, a happy day. It, wa- it wasn't, I mean, of course, there were some tears here and there sharing stories, but we were doing art and hanging out and listening to music and looking at pictures. Like it wasn't doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, I think some people might not want to go to something like that because I just think we all are afraid of grief. And it, it's frustrating to me because I feel like I – 
am so vulnerable on this podcast and I'm so open about my grief. I'm so open about my feelings. And it frustrates me that people don't do the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what Nick always just on my me? soapbox or? No. Nick always, Nick is my husband. Nick always tells me in not even just the grief situation with my dad, but literally like at the market. Okay. Just lower your expectation of other people. And I usually just say, okay, like I don't, I'm not going to get, fine. I have the hardest time lowering my expectation of people that claim to, or I don't like the word pretend, but pretend to be my friend. If you're my friend, you're my friend in grief, in love, in marriage, in babies, in all of it. And I feel like when Now I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like, I don't expect it as much. It would be really nice, but I don't expect the check-ins. Hey, how are you doing today? Right. Right. The big days I do. Father's Day, his birthday, Christmas, you know, all the big. But I don't expect that like daily, like, can I bring you anything? Like right after he first died. Right. But I don't think I'll ever get over that feeling of just like, but he's still so important to me. Why isn't he important to you? Right, right, a hundred percent. And that's how I'm feeling. And but and I don't know if that's like a selfish thing. I don't know. I I think that's what I'm struggling with is how how much of this that's going on in my brain is just my own anger over my mom's passing and my own stuff, or if it's valid that I feel angry. Uh, I don't know. I also think that I'm definitely not the kind of person that's like, you didn't show up for this one event. Like, I'm done with you. No, it's not that. It's I've been going through and and you've been going through it longer. I've been going through this for five years and a terrible five years. And I almost felt like the celebration of life was like the people who hadn't shown up for me yet. Like that was their last chance. You know what I mean? It was like, all right, like we're wrapping this up now. (laughs) You're there taking roll call. I'm like, okay, so these stragglers I've been waiting for, like, where are you at? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't want to make it seem like I'm just trying to call people out because it's really not, that's not who I am. And that's, that's not what it is. It's just... It's a weird position to be in because you want to focus on the grief, but it's like this other overarching cloud of like, well, who's going to hold me today? Who's going to be there for me today? Where are my friends at? Wait, I'm still really sad. You know, I don't cry as much, but I still miss my dad like every day. You know, it's a hard spot. It's a really hard spot to try and rid of, rid all that noise, just focus on we're here for Leah. We're here for Frank. But it it's human nature, I think. And right. I don't think you should beat yourself up for it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I told you this week I'm in an angry space and it's just not I don't it's not a feeling that comes naturally to me. I just don't Oh, like, girl. I just don't I'm not the fiery one. So when I feel fiery, it makes me feel like sick. <laughs> Um, oh, I am glad you do not live in my body. <laughs> you would be constantly nauseous. 
I don't know. I just, bottom line, I just wanted something more. Mm-hmm. But this is the time we're living in right now. And, and, you know, some people didn't even get to be with their loved one when they passed. So, you know, I was still, I still got to be with her. I still get to be with my family. And, and I have incredible friends who like extended their stay um, this weekend and, and just really were there for me. And I think I'm just going to try and focus on that. But I do think there's this lingering sadness after a funeral or a celebration of life. It just takes everything back up, you know? Yeah. And, and then you just got to like sit with it. And I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I just don't, I, I'm in an angry phase of my grief where I just, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. You want to put it to bed. Moving on. Not moving yeah. on from Leah, but moving on from this phase of like, ugh, kind of spicy. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. I don't like it. It's not me. You can give it to me. I'll hold it for you. I'm pretty good at being spicy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, shifting gears to this beautiful new mini series that we're going to be producing. We, Maria. Um, it's You're called still producing it. I'm just editing it. <laughs> okay. Thanks for trying to include me. Um, it's called from grief to goodness. And I think that notion, so you take your grief and you make it into something good that correlates a lot to accept the good. Right. Um, and I want to make it very clear just because I've seen a lot of social media posts about, you know, this toxic positivity and let people be sad. Stop trying to make it a good thing. I think what is so great about Remember Me and even Remembers Only, everything about what we're doing. Okay. Am I going to toot my own horn here? Yeah. Gee, keep going. Let's do holy it. Holy <laughs> shoot. Is that we are not forcing a toxic positive culture. I think what we're doing is saying there can be light and darkness. There can be beauty and pain. There can be grief and there can be goodness. Everything can coexist if you let it. And when I see these quotes or these posts of, you know, don't tell me to look for the light. Let me be sad. I feel like that's so counteractive to how we view the world and how both of our parents saw it as well. Mm -hmm. Like my dad would never be like, yeah, stay, stay like this, stay upset. He'd say like, what can we find that's good? Like look for a positive thing in this. That's not right. to negate all the sadness and the bad stuff. It's just to refocus your mind on something pretty or right nice to think about. And I, I want to be like as transparent as I can about that because I don't ever want our listeners or our followers to feel like, okay, who are these two sunshine girls? Like grief sucks so hard. We are, I completely understand. You could just play the clip of the last 10 minutes of me talking. I mean, we talk about the hard stuff too, you know? Right. right. And I do think our, our platform allows for that. I think the remembers only gives you a little bit more of that, but I, I think it's important to note because it feels like these posts are just getting a little louder to me. And right. every time I read them, I'm like, I get it. I totally understand. But like, 
you're, that's your choice to look at that. Right. So in this mini series that we're talking about, we're basically talking about people who are walking similar journeys to us, caregiving, and finding and channeling positivity into these really, really challenging situations. So maybe we'll just mention the first two. Ed Park, you've probably seen us talk about him a little bit. He's the founder of NeuroReserve, and which is uh, they have a product called Relevate. We connected with him prior to the ads and learned about his dad's um, Parkinson's and Lewy body dementia diagnosis and learned his story that that was what led him to create these brain health supplements. The second person, uh, it's actually two people that come on, is um, Matthew, John, and his uh, sister, Rachel. That's not me. It's a different way. (laughs) (laughs) So they come on and talk about um, their father's early onset Alzheimer's diagnosis and his story and then kind of how they created Remember while going through that journey and how it came to be. So I think our story of Remember Me is really a grief to goodness story about, you know, us very much carrying a lot of grief and not knowing where where to put it, <laughs> what to do with it. And that's how Remember Me was born. And so we wanted to spotlight some stories that are kind of similar that may be inspiring about just how we're changed by our grief and how we choose to channel it into a positive space. Right. I also want to say like these two well i guess us too our whole life's trajectory is now different because of our parents and the situation well i guess and their illness the two people that maria just spoke about are the exact same like she said ed completely he was in like pharmaceuticals and he totally switched and he made his life all about neuroreserve. So I think it's important, like that is what I'm saying about this toxic positivity. Like Ed made the choice, like I'm going to, you know, work hard. I'm going to start this company, not because (laughs) I'm so sad, but because like, what else am I going to do with it? Where am I going to, like you said, where am I going to put all this? Right. So these two in particular, we don't just partner with whoever, like these two men created something that we believe in and they took it from a place of sadness and like, oh my gosh, my, this is like, this was not in the cards for me. Right. Right. And they channeled it and they created something positive and something good. We saw an opportunity to focus on the good. And I think that's should be celebrated. And that's what we did for these two episodes. Well, more than two, but we're just focusing on these two guys now. So there will be more. But also, I think the theme throughout the episodes with, I mean, it's a theme throughout all episodes. Dementia is just such a helpless journey, especially the FTD journey where they just say, there's nothing we can do. Good luck. Seven to 10 years live. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. So I think these stories just are both kind of about how we feel like there's no control in these situations, but we choose to take control and channel some positivity to take some control and some power back from these awful situations. So 
I think they're incredible stories. I think they're awesome people. I think it was really interesting to hear stories outside of the FTD journey. And, you know, I didn't know how similar Lewy body dementia has, how similar some of the symptoms were to FTD. Mm-hmm. So I, I th- it was interesting to hear a different perspective. And I think it's just a little something different, a little something new. So um, what else do we need to talk about? Oh, I know we mentioned us in our grief to goodness journey. And Maria, what do you think or how do you feel doing this podcast, doing this goodness while you're grieving? I don't know if today is the right day to answer this question, but I'll answer it. (laughs) Having this platform and this podcast is, it like makes me confront my grief. Um, It makes me talk about it and work through it. And I think that's a really positive thing. And then when we have episodes like you know, the one year anniversary episode, or when we have big wins, like releasing remembers only, I just stop and I'm like, wow, like I'm really making something out of this crazy, terrible situation. And I just know my mom would be so proud. And, you know, this is about Leanne Frank at the end of the day. This is carrying their memory on. This is bringing light to this terrible FTD diagnosis that we've experienced with them. And yeah, I think, I think they'd be so, so proud of us. I think so too. How do you feel? How do you feel grieving while doing this? I wince a little when I read the submission forms and I'm like, Oh, it's a dad and a daughter. But you know what? It actually makes me feel, I feel, feel like more connected to him in a way. I feel, um, I like it. Like I look when we get that like Squarespace podcast submission form, I'm like, (laughs) like that's such a, it's such like a pat on the back. I feel like, like I want to be part of this. I want to share my story and I, you know, I want to talk to you girls or ladies or however people normally talk to us. It's hard, but I feel like the good completely outweighs the bad. Yes, I feel the same. And even on the hardest days where I'm like, gosh, I've had such a bad day and we have an interview at 4.30, I'm like, oh, how am I? It's almost like I get engulfed in this person's story and I feel like I'm walking right next to them in a way. Like I'm I'm definitely like, okay, I'm in the room with these people. Like they probably think I'm nuts, but I feel just, I feel such a sense of like connection to people and maybe the pandemic has something to do with it. Maybe it's finally somebody's like, no, I get it. You don't, I get it. Right. You You don't have to explain it. It's something that I thoroughly enjoy and I would want my kids to do it for me. So Max and Jack, when you guys are older and you listen (laughs) back on this and if something ever happens to mommy, um, but I, I think it's a, it's a beautiful friendship that was created. And I think it's a, it's such a source of light. Yes. And I feel like I love talking about the hard stuff because I just don't feel like it's talked about enough. Right. I agree. 
And it's and sort of, it puts things in perspective quite a bit. Yeah. Imagine if we never connected and never did this. I mean, we would just be going through all of this. I mean, quote, simultaneously alone. Right. Same time. So right. I do feel like there's this level of like, I just don't, I don't feel alone mm-hmm. in my journey, but it is, you know, it's we're still lot. grieving, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's still a lot, but there's a lot of amazing things that we've accomplished that, you know, a lot of amazing things coming and it's really just, I, I'm amazed at how much we've done in a year. But when I, I really know. stop to reflect and I'm not grouchy like I am today, <laughs> isn't this so weird that I'm grouchy today? You're like never grouchy. <laughs> Sorry, Even guys. Even when we were like starving in Denver because Denver closed down their food while we were there, <laughs> um, you were just like, it's okay. We'll find a place. And I'm like, Maria, let's go get in the Uber. <laughs> like, and you were just like, okay, where do you want to try next? I'm like, I want to get food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Sorry, guys. But you, you don't know sound what? Grouchy. You don't sound grouchy. It's fine. We all have our days, but start again. Start fresh tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day, and we've got really amazing things coming. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We release new episodes each week now on Tuesdays, so be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Instagram at RememberMePodcast, or you can go to our website, RememberMeFTD.com. And if you want more Remember Me, check out our brand new members-only site, Remembers Only. You can sign up at RememberMeFTD.com slash join R-O. This podcast is produced by Maria Kent Beers and Rachel Martinez, and the beautiful music you hear is a song called So Damn Lucky by Bailey Kent. <laughs>